Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The use of both the AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson vaccines have been delayed here in Ireland due to rare blood clots in a tiny minority of people who've received the jabs. Health officials currently redrafting the rollout plan here. There is a concern, of course, that people's confidence in some of the vaccines may be affected as a result. And these Limerick listeners have been telling our Maxime Bramley whether the latest developments have changed their view on getting the jab. Well, I suppose, no, not really. There's only a certain percent, you know what I mean? And if it's only a small percent, you know, i kind of rather get it and try to prevent it than to, yeah. to know what, what's major going to happen. Like, there isn't any big cases of anything mad, yeah. you know, happening. So, yeah. so for you, the benefits outweigh the risks yeah, in your case? Would. Yeah, benefits would, definitely, okay. yeah. And I don't know if you follow it, but what's been going on with the AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson vaccine and that it's been paused and so on. I suppose, has that changed your perception or your mind on no, getting the vaccine? No, I know if I have to get it, please God, I'll get it. Now, I did have a previous blood clot with deep vein thrombosis, so I'm kind of a little bit worried about it. I'll inquire first, what vaccine am I getting? Okay. Should it happen? Look, you have to feel the fear and hope for the best. Yeah. You know, but I suppose as a whole, it wouldn't it wouldn't pr- change your view on no, on vaccines no, in general. I would definitely go for it. All right, yes. Okay. Yeah. What's been happening with the Johnson and Johnson AstraZeneca vaccine um, in the last few days? Has that kind of changed your perception on the COVID vaccine at all, or have you yeah, changed well, your I, mind I, about I it? I think the Johnson and Johnson one is was, the idea was very good, just a one jab. But mm. I believe it's listened to the radio yesterday. The side effects on that as well. It seems to be all our blood clots, you know. Yeah. And uh, the bottom line with with, with with vaccines, we don't know what the side effects are. Everyone is different, you know. So you think it's good, like, to be cautious? Oh, the, yeah, but having said that, then, it's, it's a catch-22. If you, if you don't get it, you don't take the, the, the jab, for want of a better word, you're leaving yourself wide open, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I haven't been thinking about this too much because I'm pregnant, so I definitely wouldn't take any vaccine while pregnant. But because I won't be very soon, um, I don't know. I don't think... Uh, I think I'm more on the side not getting myself vaccinated, uh, but you never know, you know. If it will allow me to travel, I will do it because I mm. want to travel yeah. and go home. Yeah, so it's kind of weighing up the pros and cons for you, is it? Exactly, yeah. Not really. Uh, I think you should take it if you want to take it, like. Yeah. Uh, the thing I have an issue with is the um, fact they're thinking about bringing in the COVID passports. Okay. So I think that's just... Well, it's not right, really, to yeah. be discriminating people against whether they want to take it or don't want to take it. It's people's body. They have a choice whether they, yeah. what, whether they want to take it or not. And Slimwick listeners there chatting to our own Maxine. Professor Brian Lenehan is Chief Clinical Director of the UL Hospitals Group, and he is on the line right now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Good morning to your listeners. Interesting selection of uh, views there, and certainly we would have had listeners contact the show this week concerned now about taking the vaccine. What's your message? I, I think my message is that the, the vaccine, as it's been, its use has been proposed, is safe. The European Medicine Agency continue to license the, license the AstraZeneca vaccine, and we're continuing to recommend its use in the over-60s. 
the rare complication that has been reported in small numbers in younger um, patients is the reason that NIAC have recommended we, for the time being at least, restrict the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine to our over 60s. So we are continuing to vaccinate our over 60s with the AstraZeneca vaccine as it is safe and certainly as some of your listeners have said there, the Benefits far outweigh the risks. What about the woman who said she wouldn't take it while she was pregnant? So I suppose pregnancy is a is a is a particular situation where the pregnant um, patient has concerns about taking any me- medication, including vaccines. And we're recommending that patients liaise and consult with their obstetricians as to whether or not the vaccine is appropriate in their case, particularly if they have other medical comorbidities or if they have a high-risk pregnancy. So consultation with their GP and their obstet- obstetrician is recommended in that case. It's been a roller coaster week, and in the middle of the week, we got the news that the Pfizer BioNTech um, uh, vaccine that we, there'll be more of it coming into the country. And, and does that keep us on track with the rollout? That that's very welcome news, Joe. And yes, from listening to the minister and listening to the the Taoiseach, the additional volume appears to be enough that will conti- allow us to continue to be on the track that is planned for a large proportion of the population to be have received certainly their first vaccine by the summer. Now, the vaccine centres, we know that uh, vaccinations at the Radisson Hotel um, were postponed during the week until yesterday when there was a particular uh, age cohort that was invited. Um, and I think you'll soon have them up, uh, vaccination centres in Ennis and Nina. So yes, all three of our vaccination centres will be opened on Monday the 26th and we'll be vaccinating the age category from 65 to 69. So people from the Midwest that register on the online portal or register via the telephone if they don't have access to the online portal will be offered a vaccination in their closest vaccination centre starting next Monday. Starting next Monday, Monday. Monday the 26th. So Monday the 26th, right, today is the 16th yeah. of April. Yeah. Um, and, and so that means that somebody from Limerick may not actually be called to the Radisson. They might be called to Ennis or Nina's. So it'll be, it'll be air code match, so whichever is the nearest. Um, so like people who register from yesterday, some of them will have received appointments even for next week already. Mm. How's the portal working so far? The portal, the portal, a large number of, of um, patients had registered on the portal within a short number of hours. I went on to it myself just to see the ease of use. And if you log on to hse.ie, it brings you to the COVID-19 information. And if you click there, it brings you onto the portal. It gives you all the information that you need to have prepared to register your name, your date of birth, your PPS number, your air code, your mobile number or your email address and then it'll send you a, co- a verification code and you will get your appointment sent to you by text. The most important thing is when patients get their um, appointment sent to them by text that they respond yes or no. It's very important that they respond yes, that they're coming to have it because we want to make sure we maximise our vaccination potential on a daily basis. Not responding to that, it just we don't know if the patient is okay. coming or not. And, and the, the text messages, I mean, they're looking legitimate, aren't they? Because we are getting some people who still think they're a scam. 
there was a, you know a lot of patients were concerned, but they are legitimate and they don't ask for any information bar for you to just yes or no. It's not a sizing scam. They're not looking for you to input any information apart from just yes or no. Right, but the portal does ask for more information, doesn't it? Well, the, the portal asks you for the information that the GP or the hospital would have uploaded on your behalf if you're one of the previous groups. Ah, it's I the see. same information for everybody. Okay, um, and then this headline: the Irish Independent, um, no jab for the under sixties until June. I mean, is that is that likely in in a Midwest context? I don't think so. I, I think we are waiting um, further direction from the HSE as to what we're doing once we have the 60 to 69-year-olds vaccinated. That's going to take a number of weeks to work through that cohort. And then I would hope that we will have the appropriate vaccine supply to continue with the next age group. Uh, briefly then, uh, want to mention the Fever Hospital building in Croom on the grounds of the hospital there. Are concerns among locals about the history and protection of the building that's due for demolition. Can you explain what the HSC are doing? I suppose uh, for full disclosure, I'm an orthopaedic surgeon who works in Croom myself, Joe, and I'm very familiar um, with the buildings. The buildings in question, they're, they're out the back and remote from the main building and they are derelict and semi-derelict and have been for a long time. And there's a significant safety risk with them if they were accessed by a third party. There's a significant fire risk with them. And indeed, the workhouse, the main three-story building out the back, had a major fire a number of years ago, which I was called out to as the head of department at the time. So we took a position or a decision um, with the states and we applied to Limerick County Council um, to demolish the derelict and semi-derelict buildings. We engaged with the conservation officers on the subject and planning permission was granted for it. So we actually went through the standard process um, to obtain permission um, to demolish the buildings. And really, I don't know if you, anybody has been in Croom recently. Croom is a, is a, a new, I suppose it's a new start for us for healthcare out there. There's a fabulous new 24-bed ward. There's fabulous new theatre suite with four state-of-the-art theatres that are complete um, and due to open in July. At the entrance to the hospital, there's a primary care centre and there's the new um, secondary school. So for a small village in rural Ireland, there certainly has been significant investment and the face of the of the village will, will change dramatically. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for all of that. Professor Brian Lenehan, Chief Clinical Director of the UL Hospitals Group. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.